hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on it so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com drink. That's rosettastone.com drink. Are you the type of person who loves to treat yourself? You know, sometimes you just want to buy yourself a coffee, a fancy coffee. Sometimes you want to get a little extra legroom on the plane. You know what I mean? So if you ever treat yourself to the top options, other places like that, then why are we settling when we're finding a doctor? I know it's easy to fall into that rut, but your health is so important. Enter ZocDoc. ZocDoc is a place where you can find and book tens of thousands of top tier doctors, all with verified patient reviews. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. There's no more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. You know we hate that. And these doctors all have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, which is so helpful. You can see who's located near you and who's available and who can treat basically any condition you're searching for. Plus, a typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. When I moved to LA years ago, I discovered ZocDoc because I was so tired of having to call all these different offices and wait. It took hours sometimes to figure out which doctor in town could help me and which one took my insurance, but not anymore with ZocDoc. I was able to find everything from a psychiatrist to a GI doctor, and I did that all through ZocDoc. And the app has only gotten better over time. I still use it. I still love it. I always recommend it to people, whether you have phone anxiety like me or not. It couldn't get easier to find a doctor with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash drink and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash drink. ZocDoc dot com slash drink. Hello and welcome to Beach to Sandy Water to Wet, the podcast where we read the worst reviews in the most dramatic fashion. I'm x And I'm Zandy. Uh, today we have a very special episode. We're reading uh, negative reviews of podcasts. Mm, it's mm. about time. It's about time. People what have we, been asking for it. What do you bring to the table? What are we reviewing first? Um, well, first, before I read a review, I would love to play a little bit from uh, one of the main podcasts I have tons of reviews from. Oh, great. Yeah. All right, so let's... Actually, do that? Let's roll it. Oh, You're Christine. Such it... a fool. Oh. You are also foolish. I was trying to think of another thing, but I, I can't. Fool, fool, fool. Foolish mortals. Isn't that a thing? Oh, maybe. It's from the Disney movie, Haunted what? Mansion. I never saw it. Oh, Christine. <laughs> I've been on the ride. <laughs> that makes you the biggest fool, I, I do know. declare. It's four seconds in and I'm already the biggest fool of them all. How how are you on this foolish day, my favorite little prankster? Do you do a prank? Uh, no, I've Me never. Either. I feel like April Fool's Day is the day, like, she's like the little engine who could. You know, like mm. she really wants she to be persists. up there with the big dogs in the in the world of holidays, but yeah. no one really takes her seriously. Maybe it's because it's literally April Fool's Day. And my but... dad this year learned 
that it what April Fool's Day was. Hmm. And I'm so afraid. Like I'm oh, I'm not no. I'm so my brother was like, "Do you know what this means? Like we have to be on high alert because <laughs> he's going to I like I'm worried that like 60 70 years of not knowing what April Fool's Day is and then discovering it in the year 2023 is going to He's just going to text you every day, "I'm moving back in and I'm going to need a place to stay." He's like, "I'm living in your garage now." I yeah. I don't know what's going to happen, but I don't feel good about it. So I'm avoiding the pranks on just for karma's sake. Like, I'm not participating. If somebody wants to prank me, fine, but I will be ready. That's a good idea. I um, I, I feel like I never actually, like, I tried to prank someone when I was, like, 10. It didn't work. And then I think I just got humbled really quick and never tried again. But I think <laughs> Can that's I ask kind of what you did? I used to prank people all the time when I was little, and I don't like being that person oh, it anymore. Was, it was a stupid prank. Like, it was, like, like, it was just, like girlies being silly like it was like yeah. eight-year-olds trying to prank their parents and the parents were in on it obviously the whole time and like they like were letting us have our fun but they knew what was going on so it was um it really was it's not even really worth oh, the story man. i once did that thing where i um tied a rubber band around the uh the thing on the sink the spray like when you turn the sink on and then you pull out the like extended thing to wash the dishes mm, mm -hmm, i tied a rubber band around it so when my mom turned the sink on it just like blasted her that's hysterical i'm sure it, she thought so too yeah i'm sure th she thought so she was on her way to her dissertation um defense oh! her phd defense her um, dissertation so was... was on april fool's day can you imagine if the professors <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's were not my fucking fault okay? <laughs> the professors should have been like we're failing you april oh fools. she was so mad at me i she was fucking furious she was like i now have to change i'm already late anyway it was funny for two seconds you know what i think was the only april fool prank i remember ever happening to me was someone brought in oreos in like third grade and like switched out the cream with toothpaste <gasps> and she just like nice. they were back when remember mini oreos yes bags of mini oreos. it was like it was like that and like she would yeah. also like warn you before you ate it, but like she, I think she, her guilt was too heavy. But she would at least be like, "Oh, Oreo came out with like mint Oreos. You should try one." And then I ended up thinking it was kind of delicious, so I, I <gasps> ate it. And then everyone was like, "Ew!" And I was like, "What?" Um, You're like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, I was I'll like, "Jokes em. on you, girl." Um, but oh, I gotta God. say, a, I'll end on this. I think the most universal universally loved april fool's prank which i don't know if you're part of this but i feel like this happened a lot at my school was the teachers would tell you there's so much homework today so much oh homework. i love that love stress that stress you the fuck out and then they so go, good april fools you have no homework they'd be like oh. pop quiz and we'd be like what and yeah then just the sigh of relief joke. But whenever Hilarious. the whenever the the prank was never mind you don't have to be stressed out <laughs> i would love that prank today um, what a fun fun prank that is uh, anyway, I hope everyone's April is going well. Today's also Linda's pre-birthday. She was the late fool, late to the party. Um, oh, today Leona's 18 months old, so she's <gasps> a year and a half. Oh, she's a silly little fool. They're all fools, and I'm a fool. We're all fools, uh, is what I've determined. <laughs> well, uh, we have some fool-themed stories for you today that's right uh, in case you are brand new to listeners episode this is our listeners episode we put out an episode on the first of every month where we tell your stories that you submitted to us either true crime or paranormal and uh we we just read a few of them and shout out to eva for picking them for us mm -hmm. but since this is april fool's day we wanted to do a 
poltergeisty prankster kind of stories. Yeah. And sounds like Eva delivered. So yeah. So um, take it away. Let me open this one up. This is called. <laughs> Did I prank Zach Bagans? Uh, uh, okay. You better answer that question by the end of the email because we need <laughs> <Right>. to know. <laughs> that, if that's the prank, that it's just someone not giving us that information. Yeah, that's I'm not a nice. Here. Not a nice prank. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hello, Christine, M, Eva, and the rest of the And That's Why Drink fam bam. Love the podcast. I was debating on sending in the story for a few weeks. So when I heard M request, oh, God, Zach Bagan stories. When was that? This uh, was from your worst nightmares. May of 2022, this was sent in. So it must have been a long time ago that you requested this and we forgot. Oopsies. I figured it was a sign to send this one in. For some background, I was homeschooled as a kid, and for part of my education, my best friend and I became docents at our local mission, La Purisima Mission. This meant that we had keys to some of the staff rooms and the gates, blocking visitors from entering the decorated rooms of the mission. You can see through the bars to these rooms, but they were only ever opened when there was a docent there on living history days or tours. I grew up on this mission. Me and my best friend knew every inch of the land and buildings and would explore it when we were bored. We were doing this close to sunset one day when we ran into a camera crew. Mm. They told us we had to leave, which was pretty offensive because the mission is my home. It's not literally, but it's mine. I mean, yeah, if you work there, you've like spent your whole life there and they're like, get away, go away. Like, that's not any of your fucking business. Jump forward to Facebook Memories 2022, where I found this gem from 2011. Quote, watching the ghost adventures La Purisima mission. I met those guys. They were a bunch of morons. They said that bare footprints in a room that you need a key to get into is proof of ghosts. Oh, I God. definitely, <laughs> I definitely got keys to those rooms and I don't wear shoes. They're so dumb. Did they oh, film my God. on the day that me and my friend tested out an old set of keys to see if they still worked and get into a bunch of places we had no business being in probably and that's the end of the email well honestly i was gonna be like wow zach bacon's stupid but also like i guess if you thought nobody ever walks around there and you saw You're like this is locked off and they were barefoot yeah yeah i'd be freaked out well congratulations on pranking zach i i wonder you and know, making I- it into the tv show that's pretty cool I hope on a daily basis that he never finds out about us, but it's, I'm sure he's <laughs> We're getting got an inkling. Close. Oh, sorry. I should say that's from Ari, she, her. I didn't even give the uh, oh, the name. Sorry, hey, Ari. Ari. Sorry, uh, Ari. Sorry, Ari. I, <laughs> I appreciate that you pranked him, but he's going to feel so stupid if he ever hears us and then goes back and watches the episode. Or he's going to be like, whatever. I don't give a shit. <laughs> sorry. Like, whatever. Last time I paid someone to walk around barefoot so I could Exactly. Get... I don't think he cares, to be honest. <laughs> But you know what? You made your, I don't know about you, but your feet prints, your footprints certainly made it onto television. So You're a star. You pranked the world, really. That's pretty impressive. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. If you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue, then get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course. Start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. 
Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. There's over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. There are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Get started today and get after your goals. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required and it's less expensive than takeout. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is a perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. I've found myself recently recommending Factor to so many people in my life and this food is really good. So Blaze and I actually get to pick our own meals every week and, you know, separate them in the little drawer in the fridge and, uh, uh, make sure the other keeps their hands off. I personally love the cold brew smoothies. Those are always my go-to in the morning if I'm running around dropping Leona off, don't have time to cook myself breakfast. It's a great solution. Head to factormeals.com slash drink50 and use code drink50 to get 50% off. That's code drink50 at factormeals.com slash drink50 to get 50% off. Um, on to our second one. We've got a story from someone named Josie. Um, and the caption is, our poltergeist likes, oh, Christine, our poltergeist likes chip coffee, too. <gasps> shut the fuck up. Now that's funny. Shut up. Um, shout out to Chip Coffee of Kindred Spirits, which, by yeah. the way, where was I recently? I had to have been in a hotel because I was watching cable. That had to be it. But Chip Coffee showed up on my yeah. stupid television he does, screen. He does that. He just kind of appears. You're like... Huh? Chip coffee? What are you doing here? And he's like, like I'm here guy. in my scarf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, the story says, star. hi, Eva, which I love. Love. It's me again. Oh, my God. Josie, what are <laughs> you doing? <laughs> oh my God. It's me, Chip Coffee, again in my scarf. <laughs> it's me again with yet another update about our resident poltergeist. Oh, apparently Josie mm. has written him before about this. We've been living here for about two and a half years now, and for most of the time, we've been getting the fairly typical poltergeist fare of door slamming, objects moving around, the YouTube app on our TV playing the same post-bop jazz tune at 3 a.m. every night. Ew. Ooh, I hate it. Oh, I. but at least you know if this poltergeist ever gets, like, in your way, soothe them with some post-bop jazz. <laughs> soothe them, yep. Distract them at the very least. Uh, we have a fairly amicable relationship with our poltergeist. Thank God, because it could be so much worse. I feel like that's the best you could hope for. Like, you can't yeah. really be BFFs, I guess, but amicable is pretty good. Yeah. But we have two ground rules, uh, which I love that the poltergeist has also, like, agreed to this contract. Hmm. First, they don't come in the bedroom when we're trying to sleep. Totally fair. Fair. And second, that they don't break anything. Also very fair. Yep. Since establishing those rules, we've got on great, and we even enjoy seeing them play with our cat, Kafka. Oh. Aww. Well, we see Kafka playing with an invisible entity, and I've only seen them physically manifesting once, but that's another story. Don't do that to me. That's why we refer to our ghost as Kafka's friend. Aww. Last night, my husband and I were watching Kindred Spirits, uh, season five, episode seven, called Fright Train. Mm. Ever heard of it, Christine? <laughs> Have I ever heard of it? 
Yes, towards, the answer is yes. <laughs> towards the end, Chip Coffee is talking to the owners of the inn that's featured in the episode, and he tells them that their spirits clearly care for them. He says something Aww. along the lines of, I can see a lot of ghosts around you, and they all care for you. You're surrounded by some very loving spirits in this house. They have a lot of love for you. Right as he said that, I felt a very clear tap on the top of my head as if someone dropped a ping pong ball on me from the ceiling. It felt very clearly <gasps> like Kafka's friend was trying to say, you're loved here too. <gasps> and this is the day I fall in love with a poltergeist, okay? Yeah, what the fuck um, is happening? <laughs> anyway, that's my story about our friendly poltergeist and their appreciation for chip coffee. Sending you lots of love, Josie. That is so, that's such a great story. Oh my gosh. Well, I just love that. Like, boop. Yeah, you know what it means. I'm not going to say it out loud, but you get the idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, if you're, it's if, like a fist bump. It's like, I don't want to show that much affection, but I want yeah. you to know, like, it's I like too, you. like, like, it's like a bromance. It's like, yeah. we're good. We're good, bro. We're good, bro. Love yeah. you, man. Love yeah, you, man. Yeah. 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 Um, how beautiful. I'm so happy that you have a happy poltergeist because the thought of a poltergeist does not seem thrilling to me. It also lets me know, it reminds me of the range that poltergeists have because yeah. it could be just fine. Like when yeah. I hear poltergeist, I don't want to say, oh, poltergeists have a bad rep because sometimes there are poltergeists that yeah. have earned that rep. But it's nice to know that not all of them are super terrifying. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. That's why I always say not all poltergeists. I got in a lot of hot water for that, but it's, it's just my belief system. You, you know? Really? Escandalo. I, <laughs> I, that one was all you, though. <sighs> okay, so this is the one Eva said I should read. Um, okay. So let's see. It's called A Killer Stepdad. Oh, right. This is like the true crimey one, I think. A killer stepdad and super aggressive poltergeist. Okay. We're oh, on a theme shit. here. Okay. Hi, fur babies, Christine, Emothy, Eva, all friends, fruits, and partners. Wow. Beautiful. Oh, my gosh. My name is Jonathan. He, him. I've always been attuned to things most people are not. For example, when I was a kid, my mother could whisper my name from 100 feet away, and I would come running to ask what she wanted. Oh, Ooh. God. That seems like a curse more than a blessing. Yeah, supersonic hearing. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Did you ever buy those? Sorry. Like those yes. things from the catalog where you could Obviously. Like hear. Obviously. We both had that. Obviously. I like saved up my money for it because my mom was like, I won't buy you that because you you're going to spy on me. <laughs> you know what makes me sad is that if we met at 10, we would have been, we would have had so much fun. I wish we could set up like a, like a hypothetical where we could watch it play out because it would have been such a delight to see. I, we would have been obsessed with each other for sure. It would have been I, would, so chaotic. Like our parents would have been like, what have we done? <laughs> it probably, I think the world was like, that's too destructive. Let's truly. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. I think it needed to wait. It needed to wait. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. Also for as long as I can remember, I've seen and heard things I can't explain logically. When I was about 22, my mother started talking to a man who could be best described as a cross, oh boy, between Joe Exotic and Hannibal Lecter. Your That's mom has hot. excellent taste. <laughs> Sounds like the least sexy combination ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. She took one look at him and went, that's the one. That's Oh, that's my man. For you. <laughs> <laughs> He had a genius level intellect and a massive crack addiction. Oh boy. Oh boy. My sister and I had told my mother this guy was bad news, but she thought different. To her credit, he had been sober for about four and a half years. Oh, that's oh, good. Okay. And he had okay. talked a good game, but we never trusted him. That's not good. They got married after two years, bought a house, cars, horses, and planned to spend 
quote, the rest of their lives together. Turns out he wanted that to be a much shorter time period than she did. Uh-oh. Oh. With his past record, everything was in my mother's name, and he hadn't been able to keep the lid on his addiction or his crazy for very long. Within three weeks of getting married, things went off the rails, and he was back to his old ways. Long story short, divorce papers were signed, and about a week later, I got a phone call that my mom is in the hospital, and she can't remember the last two to three years of her life. What? What? What What happened? All of a sudden, the divorce is off and the sale of their house is being stopped. My sister and I rushed to the hospital and put a stop to all the things he was trying to reverse. My poor mother didn't understand why we were so concerned. She was told she had just had an accident while riding her horse. Later, Mm. when her memory came back, it turned out that her foot had come out of the stirrup on her saddle and her ex tried to spook her horse so it would throw her off a cliff. Oh, my God. What a lunatic! That is the closest thing to true crime we're gonna get on a on a on a prank, prank. episode. Eva, Jeez. you nailed it because this. I'm glad, like you know, we nobody... were even saying we were like before we read these, like how do like would there be a true crime story this month? And she was like, "Don't worry, I fucking nailed it." And she oh, did. God, what a what a silly joke to throw your mom off a cliff! Wow, oh my god, um, that sounds like the kind of thing I'm worried my father's going to try on the first. And yeah, be like, maybe it's a prank, and I'm like, that's not that's well, not how this works. I do. I would like the ultimate prank. Now, I'm. I w- sorry. I felt like I was still laughing through your story, which was like it became very unfunny. But the yeah. the description of Joe Exotic and Hannibal Lecter really just took me out it, it I, was I, like quite it felt like this uh it felt like jonathan had a long time to really like uh-huh. nail down the the perfect combo and that's yeah i'd like to think that your your father's prank will be just stepfather i'm sorry stepfather no your father will absolutely oh my father i thought you made this person stepfather i could see your dad pranking you and dressing up as a combination of those two or just ha- oh, kind of kind of having an attitude like that but that already seems like maybe in his nature a little bit. I was going to say, but it, I'd be like, wow, you took a little extra coffee. T- you drank a little extra coffee today. Like, that uh-huh. would be what I understood from the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, anyway, what happens to this poor mom? Oh, my God. This is horrific. Okay. Sorry. We're not trying to make light of this, by the way. It's just, like, very shocking. Um Okay, so later when her memory came back, which, by the way, thank God, because two to three years of your life missing is an alarming head injury, it sounds like. Yeah. Um, So her memory came back. Turns out that her foot had come out of the stirrup on her saddle, and her ex had tried to spook the horse so it would throw her off a cliff. Thankfully, she rolled off the other way and hit her head and shoulder on a rock wall, but didn't go over the edge. Other riders saw and thankfully called 911 because I'm sure he would have finished the job while she (gasps) laid there unconscious. Oh, Jesus God. Christ. Who the fuck is this guy? I this really. This is a fucking unhinged maniac. Oh, my God. So Jonathan says, crazy, I know. Thank God he failed, and we didn't let her out of our sight for the next six months while the house sold and the divorce went through. Good. My girlfriend and I moved in with her to keep her safe and to help her recover now that she was disabled from her injuries, a dislocated shoulder and three severed ligaments, not to mention, ooh, a destroyed hip socket and knee. Oh, my God. (gasps) This poor woman. This is horrific. Oh, my God. With a couple more surgeries, she'll be fine, but she is still recovering four years later and struggling to walk. This is oh fuck, this so became really sad. Sad. Now for the spooky part. Okay, oh, let's get... we got there. <laughs> Here Thank we you. go. Jonathan's like, I know how awkwardly they're going to make this, so we got to turn it into some spookiness. 
Now for the spooky part of this banana story. When we moved into this new apartment, everything seemed fine, aside from the fact that my cat ran around in circles and growled at night, but he's batshit crazy anyway, so we didn't think much of it. Things started off small, doors would open and close at 3am, but when we'd wake up, they'd be closed, so we assumed we dreamt it. Then the doors would just open and stay open in my bedroom, so we started locking them. Then the bastard ripped the guts out of my Death Star nightlight. Oh, shit. Oh, well, that's it also says Death Star parentheses Star Wars. Thank you, Jonathan. <laughs> for, it, it's a fair assumption. I do know what the Death Star is. I assume M does, but it, it's a fair assumption that maybe I'm too ignorant to, to know much about Star Wars, which is it's a fair assumption. Um, but yes, my Death Star nightlight, which is really rude because that yeah, means like I that. don't want you to be able to see at night. Like, <gasps> didn't even think about dark, that. You know. I, um dick move ghosty dick move it then started opening the sliding doors of my closet which was a big <gasps> no nope. that's awful because it could happen all the time and it could happen you can't slowly or quickly yeah and a lot of times they're mirrored and so you have to watch your own Great reflection happening point. and you're like is it somebody inside it it's we've done it folks we Oh, that, <laughs> sent that, M over the edge. <laughs> that really took me out because now I'm imagining like it's dark because your nightlight is nightlight out. Nightlight is ruined. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the door's moving. Do you see a face behind the door come out? Uh, Eyes? And also, like the, also, I just, I'm just thinking about this nightlight thing again because like opening and closing doors is one thing. But to like take the insides out of your nightlight to break it just mm. seems so intentional and it's so intentional there's right? there's no like unplugging it and like oh. yeah it's not just like unplugging it oh it's just like you can't use this anymore okay Ugh. so let's see uh it started opening the sliding doors of my closet which was a big nope my friend suggested i burn some sage which did work for a little bit but always ended with something weirder happening which i've heard that oh, if wait. you try to cleanse it sometimes if you aren't it's not even that you're doing it properly but maybe you're not maybe it's too strong or who knows but it like activates it more oh shit which is why i'm too scared to do any sort of cleansing yeah. understood <laughs> after the first two times i burned sage i would see an angry face floating outside of the second story window of my bathroom oh so it's sort of like what you had talked about at your house where you cleanse the space so now it's outside the window mm -hmm. <gasps> oh no Gross. Oh, it's like no. better but not but not <laughs> but it's also like now it's angry which is just like uh-oh that's my biggest fear because the things that i have in my house my mom has always said do you want me to call someone and like get the house cleansed probably the answer should be yes but i just don't trust anyone that we know in fredericksburg virginia enough if you are someone from fredericksburg virginia who knows what you're doing maybe i'll that's the thing you. and like sometimes you hear these stories at least when i watch my millions of trip coffee ghost shows where it's like oh we tried to have the house cleansed and, and then everything off. got worse and then people are like Mm, interesting and it's like oh we had a ghost crew come in and they shouted at the spirits mm, just it's like you know. such an awkward interaction with you and the ghost now because you go to bed knowing that they're like they're like you tried you to, to get, get rid, rid of me, me you yeah. asshole and We're so roommates I've, i have said out loud in that house so many times i'm not going to mess with you if you do not mess with us you right. are welcome to exist and right. we are not having a relationship you yeah, do but that's your thing extent. i do my thing but that's yeah. like, that's like the ground rules we we're talking about with that poltergeist like you do your thing i do my thing 
that's like in my room there's always that one ghost with the boots i always hear him and i'm always like you can walk around right over there and i'm gonna sleep right here and we do not have to cross you get your steps in but leave me out of it and i don't even live here anymore give me like three days and then you can walk all around this room like (laughs) but if i ever tried to get rid of him oh you know i'd hear his little footsteps run up on me stomp stomp yeah it would be bad i feel like then he'd be like well now you've ruined our agreement so it's moot like exactly we're gonna rip up that contract so it says after the first two times i burned sage i would see an angry face floating outside of the second story window of my bathroom but we kept on trying because we didn't know what else to do besides pray one night my girlfriend woke me up screaming that there was a man in our room that (gasps) looked like me but his eyes glowed oh god (gasps) oh for fuck's sake oh that's it's like oh honey what are you that's beyond a dog if i thought allison was getting water in the middle of the night and then she looked at me and had glowing what? eyes i'd be like girl stay over there we're breaking sounds up like a, a goosebumps story i know we're just talking about goosebumps before we recorded but it sounds like something out of one of those like scary like the glowing eyes but it's still like a doppelganger like that's but a doppelganger in your Ugh. house forget it and then you roll over and you, the person's next to you oh god oh no oh no uh okay we all saw shadow figures after that and my cat seemed to never be able to sleep at night after that we were all really freaked out and were looking for anywhere that we could move we were also looking for a priest to help us out i slept better than my girlfriend did she seemed to be more sensitive to it or maybe more freaked out at least that's what i thought until that one night so my girlfriend well fiance now congratulations jonathan subtle flex (laughs) well now fiance leaves for work at about 4 a.m and i used to walk her to her car because we didn't have indoor parking we do now thank god after i walked her to her car that night i went back to bed not 10 minutes after being back in bed i feel something touching my leg Mm. i almost said babe don't tickle me but the <gasps> words died in my mouth because babe is fucking gone. Oh my god. It's this doppelganger thing. I hate it. I would have been like, babe, uh what now that I've just walked you out, <laughs> let me and my cat get in your car and you drive us somewhere else. Yeah, babe, like, come back and babe we're, circle back. <laughs> we're staying with you. <laughs> I'm coming to work today. Yeah. Yeah. I looked down. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I looked down and saw a body under my comforter with me. It started to crawl up my legs. Oh, my God. I'm, and, by the way, frozen in fear for those who are wondering why I'm not reacting. can't even keep reading. And all I know is whether this is a dream, a demon, or a real crafty serial killer, I don't want to see it. I put my hand over the blanket to stop it and screamed, get the fuck out of my room. And the blanket flattened out. <gasps> I sat up and everything was quiet. That is the first time I've ever felt crazy, but it felt so real. I don't know how to explain it. Ooh, I have goose cam. Eva, if we have a folder for like the scariest shit we've ever heard, throw this one in there. Yeah, the ones where I'm like this, I would pay big bucks to never experience anything like this. I would literally spend everything I have to never have that happen to me. Yeah, I mean, and to think like it's so frustrating because to think like I know that feeling of like, am I crazy? Like, am I Mm -hmm. having, is there a gas leak? Like, am I losing it um it's so confusing okay we moved bought all the crystals we are mostly ghost free now except for my bathroom light exploding the other day (laughs) bye but i'm sure it was just the wiring yeah you're right jonathan just go with that wink (laughs) anyway for i forgot i forgot about the fucking joe exotic cannibal lector guy because it 
I totally forgot. I tried this was so hard story. to forget. Please don't make me remember. <laughs> anyway, my mother's ex is still out there, and he found out where we lived once, <gasps> but hasn't found us at this most recent place. Hoping he never does, and we're looking to move away soon anyway. Hope this creepy story was entertaining and maybe gets read on a listener's episode. They are always some of my favorites. Been listening for three years now. Y'all are great. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Jonathan. Oh, my God. What a life you've lived. Jonathan, write a memoir. Or maybe this is your memoir. I don't know. If this is it, we'll we'll keep the first draft tightly round for you. Yeah, this is the edible. Oh, the edible. (laughs) Sorry. I feel like I'm on edible. Are you on an edible? <laughs> I wish. Honestly, I wish. No, this is the audible version. You and I are like uh, narrating the audible version, Em. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, thank you for that, Jonathan. And very quickly moving on to something Talk else. Talk about a doozy. Uh, this is from Mara, who uses she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. And the subject is Flower Shop Phantoms, which feels mm. like a Goosebumps title. Yeah, it does. It really does. Or like Babysitter's Club, but like yeah. a crossover. <laughs> like the Halloween special. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So the story goes, hey, I'm Christine, Eva, and Gio and company. I discovered, mm. and that's why we drink, by way of your other podcast rituals. Oh. I love when that happens. Uh, R.I.P., she rest by the in way. Peace. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Which, by the way, was not our call. Let's no, just put it that way. We, we wanted miss to keep, it dearly. We wanted to keep it up, but we we were only signed on for 50 episodes. So Yeah. We had a great time, though. And Jonathan was our producer, so I love, uh, I don't know, I was just thinking about him when I was reading Jonathan's story. I'm like, this couldn't be the same Jonathan. I'm sure it's not, but. We worked 50 episodes with him, and he never mentioned any <laughs> never of that. <laughs> so That I would be a wild was. thing to forget to tell us. <laughs> Uh, I've been binging and that's what we drink ever since I started listening while going through particular a particularly painful breakup and you all kept me company and made me feel so much mm. less alone Aww. Aww. Um, anyway to the story which is a bit lengthy I grew up the daughter of a florist and the shop where she worked played an important part of my childhood I came to know the other employees there and the shop felt like a second home Mm. fast forward 20 ish years and I work alongside my mom as a manager at the flower shop and the shop remained an important part of my life. One day after returning Zach from Bagans showed up and said, get away from here. And yeah, like, you're no, not welcome. Is... You're barefoot. And that's a ghost. Yeah. It's and a then ghost. I slapped my piggies on the floor and I said, <laughs> fine, Zach Bagans, here I go. <laughs> oh, eat your heart out. <laughs> One day after returning from an early morning funeral delivery, ironic considering what followed, I saw a vague figure in my rear view mirror walking oh. toward the front door. No. Okay. I popped out of my car to tell the person that the shop wasn't open yet, but realized that I was alone in the parking lot. I disregarded this experience as I was a firm non-believer in the spirit and the supernatural. Well, welcome to the other side, Mara. Um, (laughs) And later in the day, I was chatting with coworkers when the topic of ghosts came up. They swapped a few stories when I brought up the shadowy figure, although I made it known that I didn't think I truly was paranormal until... A coworker turned to me and said, I've seen him too. <gasps> As a chill ran down my spine, another coworker shared an experience of her own. While closing up the shop one day, she saw a man standing at the door, mostly his trousers and shoes, and she poked her head out to the front door to let him know we were closed. But she, too, was met with a dark, empty parking lot, which, mm. by the way, that feels like a true crime's about to happen. Mm-hmm. Like closing up a store and it's dark outside like he's lured you into the parking lot almost (sighs) and just like just standing out by the door just (sighs) staring there at the closed yeah forget it 
While we were sharing these stories, a strong wind shook the front door and they blew open from the inside. They slammed open and closed for several minutes. My coworkers and I were a little freaked out and we made a call to the owner's spiritual sister and she came to check out slash cleanse the shop, but reported Mm. no sense of negative energy. Once in a while, we would come into work and be met with pranks pulled overnight, finding ex- such as finding extension cords plugged into themselves, items that disappear with no explanation, seeing Wait, movement. Finding out of- extension cords like plugged, plugged into them. Into oh, themselves. that's kind of funny. Like, because what the fuck? That's like, who would do that? And also, it's almost like it, it feels like um, uncanny valley or like like the, something trying to be human. Like it doesn't know yeah. how an extension cord works. It's like this does technically fit, but it doesn't yeah. work like that. Ooh, that's true. Yikes. So finding extension cords plugged into themselves, items that disappear with no explanation, seeing movement out of the corners of our eyes. <sighs> eventually, we came to the conclusion that the parking lot shadow was separate from the experiences inside the shop. We decided that the ghost inside the shop was the spirit of a motherly salesperson from my childhood who had passed a few Aww. years prior. She was known to pull a prank or two over the years. Okay, so maybe Aww. she didn't know what an extension cord was. <laughs> In the interest of her family's privacy, I will refer to her as Jamie. Mm. Occasionally, I'd see vague shadows poking out from behind door frames over my shoulder and a reflection, etc. If I were in a bad mood during her shenanigans or overwhelmed on a crazy Valentine's Day, I'd shout Mm. out to the empty room. I don't have time for your shit today, Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, whoa. Damn. Whoa. She's like... She's like holding the extension cord, like, okay, <laughs> put it down. <laughs> My mistake. Too far, one, too far. One morning, a coworker called me out to the front because she had heard an intermittent tapping sound. I thought for a moment, she, and then she shouted, Jamie, I'm sick of your shit. And the tapping immediately stopped. <laughs> oh this recurred a handful of times while I worked there, and telling her to knock it off was a sure way to end the tapping. Needless to say, I became a believer. Though I'm no longer a florist, I remember my times at the shop fondly. I find comfort in knowing Jamie was looking out for us, and I'm sure she's still there, benignly be- causing a bit of mischief. Aww. But the man in the parking lot's shadow figure remained unexplained. I have the feeling that he's still there, too, lingering outside, but never crossing the shop's threshold. Which, thank God, because it's probably good. seems a little ominous. It's probably good. Um, thank you so much, Mara. Wow. I That's a doozy. Um, I'm glad that at least you've determined that the one inside is like a friendly yeah. spirit, because... And at least I, I don't I don't know. And she's cool with the name Jamie if it's not Jamie. You know? Yeah, true. Right. <laughs> like she responds to the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, wow. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm I'm I wonder it just it's one of those things where I wonder like if she was a kindly shopkeeper, like, is she still here? Is she stuck? I mean, it sounds like she's having a good time pulling pranks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why yeah, is she I don't still know. here? I don't uh, know. yeah, I because as much as I have ever liked a job or a group of people mm. i don't know if i or like because like it doesn't sound like jamie actually worked at the floor shop or maybe i maybe i she forget it was like a motherly figure who a motherly figure oh a motherly, so a motherly sales person okay so so they did work there yeah i don't know if um for any job i've ever had i don't know if i would want to stick around and haunt that spot like can you try yeah it really makes you immediately go into the headspace of like, can ghosts travel to different locations uh-huh. or are you stuck at work for eternity even when the shop's closed? See, I don't like, like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> too much. I don't love the sound of that. Um... Or, like, or is she just like still like 
relegated to shifts? Is she still like coming in oh, for certain hours? You know? Maybe she takes the night shift and that's why all the electrical cords are plugged in in the morning. Yeah, I um, like to think that she at least is protective in case something bad did happen at a florist shop. Maybe yeah. she'll like give you the gut feeling of like... <gasps> Maybe she's protecting them from the one outside. She's like, I'm blocking Ooh, him. I think that's very sweet and also so scary because it implies that the bad that the one out there is actually bad. He's trying to get in. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Blaze and I just went to a New Year's wedding and we have one coming up next weekend. Not a New Year's wedding, but another friend's wedding. And I just love weddings. I feel like I've said that so many times at this point. And that's why I always love telling you all about Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From free planning tools like a customizable checklist and website to a venue and vendor discovery tool that matches you with your dream team, everything on Zola is designed to make your wedding journey as easy as possible. And with invites that are fun to create and a wedding registry packed with gifts you actually want, Zola takes you from save our date to thanks so much without breaking a sweat. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go. Zola really has become the sort of one-stop shop for wedding planning. I used Zola when I got married, and it was an indispensable tool. I could not, I swear to you, I could not have gotten half of the stuff done that I did without Zola on my side. But now, Zola, I'm only a little bit bitter, has so many more amazing tools. They have an app. They have all sorts of stuff like that that wedding vendor discovery tool. You know, that is really cool. I, I kind of want to go back. Blaze, should we get married again? Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. This is uh, preferred name and pronouns are friends of Ray and Sarah. They, them. Oh. And the subject is a ghosty prank and a fond farewell. Uh, note, it says, this story is shared with permission from the persons involved. Good to know. Dear Eva, M, and Christine, this is a lengthy one, but the story comes from a very special place and is in remembrance of a very special person. We chose to write in this story, oh dear, as a tribute to our dear friend Ray and his fiance Sarah. I don't, I don't, I'm so sad, sad already. already. Sarah is a long time, and that's where you drink listener, as are many in our friend group. Listening to your podcast has been an important shared bond for our friendship since Sarah moved to Virginia in 2019. Leaving all her friends and family in Georgia was undoubtedly difficult for her, but she did so to be with the love of her life, Ray. Ray was truly the sunshine in her life. He was such a genuine, kind, silly, hilarious man. Right, he I proposed. Don't like was. I know the past tense. He proposed to Sarah just last December, and they were looking forward to a long, wonderful future together. Ugh. So this was written in September of 22. So this would have been uh, December of 21. Okay. It is with deep grief that we now have to share that Ray passed away suddenly but peacefully this August of 2022. Ugh. It has been a horrendous loss, most of all for his family and especially Sarah. The amount of outpouring of love and the sheer volume of people that came out to support them during this time just shows how many hundreds of lives Ray touched. We know this is not how he would have wanted to leave everyone, but we also know he is still with us in his own way. As Ray was such a bubbly, colorful person, it was noted several times during his services that Ray would be having a ball cracking jokes about some of the things going on. For example, Ray hated cut flowers because he thought they were wasteful. So we would all laugh imagining just how frustrated he would be about all the flower arrangements that had been sent to him. <laughs> we also felt at the post-services reception that it really did feel like Ray was there. We just couldn't see him through the busy crowds of people. It was then that Ray made his presence known. Ooh. 
While some of our friends were chatting and reminiscing at the bar, we discussed how Ray would be the one trying to liven up the mood if he were there. He was a notable prankster, and we were throwing out things Ghost Ray would probably do just to get a laugh. Options ranged from photobombing pictures to interrupting the readings at his funeral to spilling <laughs> someone's drink. Just as someone said, well, he shouldn't spill Sarah's drink. She's been through enough already, but he could definitely spill someone else's drink. My completely full, freshly poured glass immediately tipped over. Uh, <laughs> he said, fine. <laughs> he said, OK, I hear you. My drink made a huge sticky mess at the bar with plenty of witnesses taking notice to laugh or yell party foul. And wow, <laughs> too much already, huh? It definitely lifted the mood for a moment so someone could be the butt of the joke. Sure, maybe it was a slip of my hand, but it really felt at that moment that Ray took his opportunity to give one to give us one more good laugh. Not everyone would have noticed the conversation leading up to it, but for the few of us that experienced it, we knew Ray was really there with us. Thank mm. you for reading in honor of Ray and for Sarah as well. I'm sorry. Oh, you okay? Remember to, yeah, I know. I'm just like, woo, that just hit me. Remember to live every day to the fullest and always make good choices. Signed, Friends of Sarah's. Oh, that's very sweet. And I do, I, I do hope that Ray was there. I'd like to think at, at any of our funerals, we we would like to cause a little mischief. And I was keep, just thinking I'd probably spirits. unplug the sound machine just to see what would happen. You know, yeah. I don't know. Just be like, I don't like this song. Yeah. Well, or like uh, you're talking too much. M. Unplug the mic. Yeah. Well, trust me, I'd want to be up there anyway, unless yeah, I was true. on a lot of propranolol. So <laughs> I like to think Ghost Christine would. I don't know if I like it, but I know Ghost Christine would cause some bullshit. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who me? I wouldn't spill your drink though. I feel like that would just be like no wasteful, messy. Um, but also, um, you know, I don't want to ruin a good drink. I might drink it. Yeah, I think all myself. of a sudden I would have a drink in my hand for somebody else, and I yep. go to You'd hand it like, to them, and it was empty. It was yeah. empty. Yeah. Or all of a sudden you'd <laughs> be holding alcohol and be like, I didn't order this. That's yeah, all, you'd be like really trying to force it all it's of a sudden. On the house. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, oh, well thank, thank you, you so folks. much. I'm so sorry for your loss, especially to Sarah. And sips to Ray. Everyone take yeah. a little sippy today. Cheers. For Ray. Um, let's see. So th this is our last story before mm -hmm. I... This is our last story. Um, I guess Eva wants me to read it. And this is from uh, Jana. All right. So, and the story, I hate this immediately. What? Eva's a real asshole. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Oh, um, no. Because the caption is "reelect lemon." <laughs> <laughs> is it that sign? I feel like I've been yes. seeing a sign. No, really, it's that I've sign. Been, people have been tagging me in that. I don't really know what it is though. There's a, well, it's a picture of of there's a sheriff I guess out there whose last name is Lemon, and so it keeps <laughs> saying "reelect Sheriff Lemon." So, and that picture is involved. I, it's in the middle of this email. Oh, good. So, um. <laughs> Here we go. Hi, friends, all people, fur children, fruit, insects, and ghosts included. Aww. My name is Jana Lake Banana. She, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. And I have been a big old fan since my sister introduced me to her podcast about a year and a half ago. So I have some quick... Oh, by the way, this was sent during COVID. So like mm. early COVID. Like, 20, COVID, like right. July 2020. So. Oh. Jana, I hope you're still listening three years later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I always feel bad for people who like write in a story and then we read it, but it's now it's like so far away. Yeah, but like, 
What if Imagine they don't if listen they anymore? Do, well, then maybe they made a big mistake stopping listening. <laughs> <laughs> Make good choices, right. people. It's their fault. My bad. <laughs> My name is Jana, and I have been a big old fan since uh, a year and a half ago. So I have some quick little listener stories if they pique your interest, but I'm mainly emailing you for this photo. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um <laughs> I was on the way to my best friend's house and in one of the tiny towns I have to drive through uh, to get there. I saw the sign while listening to your podcast and I skirted the car over and stopped to take this picture. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Uh, Anyway, here are my stories. Okay. So, and thank you, by the way, Jana, if you're listening anymore Um, there, you actually titled them so I can see breaks in the stories. It's lovely. So the first one is called voice over the monitor. Uh, I was a few weeks old when my mom laid me down in my nursery for a nap one day about lunchtime and my mom went to her bedroom across the house. My dad was out. So she was alone in the house. My mother heard clear as day over the baby monitor. Jack, Jack, come here. Truly forget it. She ran to the nursery where I was laying safe and sound. No one was in the room and no one was in the house. And as she thought about it, she said she recognized the voice. Her (laughs) grandmother had died long before I was born, but she knew it was her voice talking to her husband who had also died before I was born. She knew it was her grandma because her grandfather's name was John, but my grandmother called him Jack. (gasps) That's so your baby monitor was a spirit box for a second. That's that's oh yeah, that's true. (laughs) And it was almost like your grandmother was like, "Quick, we've got a a second alone with the baby. Come look at him, or or come look at her. You know, oh, come look at the baby, Jack. It's like Jack, come here, quick. Uh, Mm. And you just like heard it over the waves. That's crazy. The next story is just like a quick little blip. It says. I was about three or five years old when I developed an imaginary friend. Well, my imaginary friend could only be found in one place. My bathroom mirror. Okay. Oh, no. This feels oh, like no. it should be a oh, longer no. story. Oh, no. Apparently, I have no memory of this. I would spend hours just talking to Donna in the mirror. <laughs> Who no- names their imaginary friend Donna? I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a real person. No other mirror. No other location. <laughs> when my parents came into my bathroom to see who I was talking to, I would point at them in the mirror and say, my mom and dad, but not Donna's mom and dad. <laughs> Truly forget it. I would be like, okay, we're, I don't know. I My, my first gut was, we'll smash the mirror, but maybe that's so bad. Maybe that's so Maybe then she do. comes out of the yeah, mirror. I don't she know. She crawls out know. like the, the girl from the <laughs> ring. I don't know. No, no. Um, yeah, I'd be like, okay, well, you're not allowed <laughs> to use this bathroom anymore. Yeah, this is off limits. And you know what? Can you, could she still hear Donna in other rooms? Because what if you're walking by the bathroom and you hadn't been there in a while and then you hear Donna's voice being like, come in here, I'm She's bored. Like, come here. Or do you have to I look at her? I miss you, Jana. Come like, here. Like, can you lock the bathroom and Donna is no longer a problem? Or, or like, do you have to look at it like Schrodinger's mm-hmm. cat? Do you have to like look in the mirror for her to exist? Or is she just always there? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Either way, I don't want a three-year-old to do that. Um, (laughs) If your three-year-old, by the way, ever looks in the mirror and goes, Harry, now we know we've got a big problem. (laughs) Absolutely not. I'm talking to Harry's mom and dad. Okay, forget it. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Um, Okay, so then the the last story is called Personal Poltergeist. Oh, wow. 
When I was 22, I lived in this old building close to downtown. It was renovated into apartments, but had most of the original features. I love older buildings, so when I can live in something like that, I jump at the chance. So this was a little 500-square-foot, one-bedroom apartment that I had lived in for a few weeks. Still relatively new, but I was settling in. One night, my boyfriend and I were laying in bed, and we heard this weird sound. Ting, 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 ting. It sounded like metal hitting the floor. I whispered, can you hear that? And he said, yes. Then the tings started happening faster until we heard this loud rip. Terrified, we just laid there. Neither one of us got up. When we woke up the next morning, I walked out of the bedroom door into, into the living room, and it was, it was a tiny little hallway, so I didn't travel far before I saw what made all the noises. I had taped and nailed a rope light around the doorway in the living room, and the rope light was ripped off the wall tape and all just hanging in mid air over the doorway it sounds like one by one like piece by piece was like falling off wait i don't understand what's a rope light like like an like an led rope light like a oh oh i thought it meant like a light bulb hanging on a rope I'm oh so my stupid. what are you like, Ed, thomas the... edison yeah uh, i know i was like what a strange decor choice but no okay, but like, it sounds it very sounds, steampunk it sounds like it was all like all held up like every foot maybe there was a nail or something and to hear the tings it, it sounds like the nails were going out one by one eh, okay Ooh, that's what it that's sounds like to bad. me oh bad bad um and the tiny nails holding the rope light into the door frame were at the center of the floor laying in a perfect circle no okay because i was about to say were there just nails scattered everywhere this is so much worse they, in a circle placed <laughs> there goodbye not laying that's when you wish you had a fucking camera in that room because like 100 percent. did they fly and land in a perfect circle did they fall on the floor and then roll their way over there did like they just appear them? like what the heck what the heck oh my god Ooh. um a week or so passed and the apartment was always a little eerie Duh. after that yes i agree mm -hmm. i wasn't even there and i can tell you it was eerie um we could see shadows move in the hallway from the corner of our eyes and the door to the kitchen would open and close on its own but never in front of us it's always when it's not in front of you it's so rude then again do i want it in front of me no. good point <laughs> good point <laughs> i would be in the bedroom or bathroom and we would hear it slowly close or open slowly fuck this guy fuck this poltergeist <laughs> well unless God. you're playing this on your speakers in front of the poltergeist in which yeah, case seriously em. love you <laughs> i said nothing that's all i'm <laughs> Um, one night I was home alone. It was about six thirty or seven and I was laying in bed and I heard the floorboard squeak as if someone was walking mm. in the living room. I called out to my boyfriend knowing full well I was alone. Then the footsteps came down the <gasps> tiny hallway. I was just waiting for some person to appear in front of my door. They, and they stopped right at my door, then walked back down the hallway to the no. living room. Oh, I literally have full body chills. Me I'm too. like, my back is ice cold right now. Thinking of this experience, like thinking of intruders in the home, <sighs> it's just so scary. It was silent for a few minutes and my heart rate slowed. Then again, I heard the footsteps walking to the bedroom. I was too terrified to move, so I did what any grown-up would do and I closed my eyes. <gasps> I don't blame you. And then I heard footsteps stomp quickly up to my bed and boom, my bed moved with me, with me in it. No! I screamed, obviously. Obviously. Jumped out of bed and just stood there staring at my bed. I would also stare. I'd be like, what? How does you, how do you? Oh my God. And it also, that means it was watching you and was waiting to for your to eyes to be closed. To wait for you closed. to close your eyes. Yes. That was what I was about to say. That means it was waiting for you to close your eyes. Blah! 
I literally, I'm like so intensely Blech. like this is so I'm, bad. I'm I'm so I'm so scared. I'm no. Just, uh, Eva, throw this in that one folder yeah, that doesn't our exist. Cool folder we made. <laughs> a folder of the scariest things I've, I ever did read. Um. So, okay. I mean, to know that it was pacing and like to know, thinking back on it, you were you were sitting there and you heard something and you could have excused as like, oh, I'm you know, it does absolutely sound like a person, but maybe it's a residual haunting mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. and it's it's not even it'll aware just go of me. Away. Yeah. But it clearly showed up and like stared at you when it was standing by your bed and then walked away because it, you weren't vulnerable enough yet. Then it came back and mm-hmm. only when you close your eyes does it bull rush you. Yep. 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 And then, like, throw itself either onto your bed or into your bed and shift the whole thing with a human fucking body in there. Like, that's a heavy weight for a ghost to throw itself and move the bed. That takes a lot. I feel like for a poltergeist that's just, like, pulling out little nails to shove a bed, like, that's really aggressive. That's a lot of energy, which now officially, like, you are, you know, it was already intimidating. Now it's a full-blown threat to know that, like, it can move you. Yes. A hundred percent. Truly forget it. <sighs> um, The only thing I could think to do was look under my bed. Okay, Christine. Mm. I yeah. had... <laughs> I had a lemon old, was under there. Oh, no. I had old tennis shoes on all the feet of my bed because it would slide across the room with any movement, and the tennis shoes were to prevent that. All the tennis shoes under the bed were pushed over on their side <gasps> like something slammed into the bed. Oh, so oh, like my they God. so the bed got shoved yes. and the shoes kind of tipped off of it. Oh yeah. God. So you like, know you weren't imagining it. Like not yeah. that you would be, but And also it was like a heavy enough force that like it defied friction which was the whole point of the shoes yeah 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 that's bad all the tennis shoes under the bed were pushed over on the side validating the very thing that just happened Mm. i lived in that apartment for a year and spooky things happened like lights turning on or off doors opening and closing seeing shadows out of the corner of my eye but nothing like the bed thing Mm. after i moved out nothing weird has happened to me again although i do sleep with a nightlight of course you do be careful because apparently they can cut the guts out of those too yeah i would sleep with like office fluorescent ceiling lights <laughs> put fluorescent a can lights lighting <laughs> uh now i understand why people apologize for lengthy emails hope you at the very least enjoyed Aww. the re-elect lemon photo thanks for reading thanks for podcasting and then it said bye and christine and eva <laughs> that's cute like bye wait like bye like this was written by no, it says bye. No, it says bye. Like a bye. Oh, but, oh, goodbye. Okay, I thought it bye. meant like bye. You know. Oh, that's bye. sweet. I'm Christina Eva Jana. Oh wow. wow! I that so... is a nightmare. I don't know how you lived there for a year after that. No, I guess you and just have to. I mean, I think California. I don't know if they just became or or have been. They're one of the states where like they have to legally tell you if it's haunted. No, really? Yeah, I really appreciate that. Um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you buy a house, you will I'm sure appreciate that. Oh, um Of course I'm going to ask. That's definitely not something obviously that anybody told me here because I they found probably out took once one I look- moved in. They probably looked at you and went, this house is from the 1700s or something. Yeah, what the fuck do you expect? (laughs) Um, But you know what? I've never asked if this apartment is haunted. Uh, Who would you ask? You think the landlord? The landlord. They probably wouldn't know, right? I don't know. I think they have to, like, have it on file if it is. I don't know. But, like... In California, they ha- they have to know and they have to be able to honestly answer. But I guess you could also just not know and then answer, I don't know. Like, can't you just say no? I mean... 
see I, that's what i don't really get it's like what do you mean you have to disclose if it's haunted like how do you prove that or disprove that i think you can say like oh like the tenants before you claim that there was something here oh okay yeah so if yeah okay but do you oh i wonder though if that it probably doesn't extend to rentals right it just purchasing a house maybe yeah mm, but intriguing. i i do wonder what they would say because i do feel something sometimes in my apartment it's always in the exact same spot and i wonder oh okay is it how often like frequently um like i feel like kind of vaguely maybe once a week but then i feel it really intensely maybe once a month um and like like and when i say intensely it's moments like that where i have to say no thank you like i i can sense you thinking you're getting comfortable Mm. here and that's not what this is about okay Um, apparently I don't know. It says that they're not required to say anything except if there have been deaths on the property within the last three years. Mm. So no, it does, says they're not required to say about hauntings in any state. I, I do know. I know in California, confidently, that if you are buying a house, they, they have to tell you. Um. Okay. <laughs> Just trust <laughs> me on that one. Okay. I do. Yeah. Uh. But, uh, for apartments i don't know it might just be when you're purchasing something Mm, but um but and also i've lived here for longer than three years so i guess they wouldn't have to say anything well yeah definitely not now yeah but no i do feel something i do feel something in the closets a lot and it really freaks it really freaks me out because if there was a death in a closet we can kind of assume what might have happened so Um, is it like when you're just in the closet or like just when you're in the room I, it's, like, I can feel it like like from down the hall but it's from always when you're in not, one space right. okay. yeah it's Ugh. always in that one area and um like of course that. it's the closet i am sleeping next to so at oh, night sure. i just feel something staring at me so sometimes i close the door i'm like okay well and then it opens and nobody knows I, it, the day it opens i'll never come back goodbye <laughs> no <laughs> it's like i could have a million roaches in this place but the second the door opens oh, yeah. by itself i'm out of here <laughs> they finally know how to kick you out of there <laughs> yeah oh god well any any ghost updates before we uh we end no um you and i have got to hop on a little call in a couple minutes and i have to pee so i should probably just go do that but um understood well i'm keeping my eye out for any ghosty updates for the next episode well i hope everyone enjoyed a moment of peace because the next time you hear from us it will be our may 1st listeners episode which means it will be the 30-day countdown to our birthdays (laughs) yep uh, get ready i hear the communal groan oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i wonder i'm kind of scared if we look at our numbers if they just drop during june just the summertime it's so weird it's just like a big dip in numbers yeah they're like by july they'll be back to normal um (laughs) all right well thank you everyone who sent in stories if you'd like to send in stories you can do that on our website and that's why drink.com and uh thank you everyone we'll we'll tell you more stories in a month so see you on may 1st and wait that's why we drink at amica insurance we know it's more than just a car or a house it's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home when you combine auto and home insurance with amica we'll help protect it all and the more you cover the more you can save amica empathy is our best policy